And we are live. Good morning. Good morning. And oh, what a glorious morning it is. Isn't it great to be alive today? Just think of mm-hmm. this, Kurt. Today. Today. If we do not see the Lord's face today, mm-hmm. he doesn't come back today, then at least we're one day closer. <laughs> it's always true. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hey, well, it's a wonderful day today. We are um, quite pleased that you've joined us. A special mm-hmm. shout out to our uh, to Jesse today. Thank you for your email. And uh, that was a great encouragement to us. We have... You know, here we are. This is a ministry of encouragement from Winnipeg mm-hmm. Evangelical Free Church. I'm Mark, Kurt. I'm Kurt. Yes, yeah. and uh, we hope that you've been having a fun summer with us, uh, uh, and especially if you stayed with us this long, right? <laughs> we're into <laughs> we're into six weeks, and uh, and uh, you know we we uh, we had quite a bit of trouble trying to put together last episode. <laughs> so. Um, we're hoping this uh, this goes a lot better and um, encouraging to you today. And yeah. Talk about something light. A friend said, oh, Mark, you know, if I didn't know you, uh, probably wouldn't listen. He's a, <laughs> he's a guy who, who appreciates the deep, con- you know, deep conversations and stuff. This isn't that. No. No. We're just having fun. We're so shallow. Two, <laughs> two guys uh, with mics who love the Lord and want to bring joy to your life. Indeed. That should be like our tagline. Oh. We'll have to record that. Yes. If you want to support this show, just go to our <laughs> website, which we don't have, and buy t-shirts, which we haven't made yet, and uh, we'll support some great cause. It's for season two. <laughs> season two. Yeah. Let's not talk about season two <laughs> yet. Okay, so I have my clock going here. That's one good thing, but I should pull up my notes here. So we're going to talk about uh, routines. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I... I realized something this past week, Kurt, as I was uh, preparing for this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We have routines. And uh, a morning routine is what we're going to talk about. This kind of has to do with the morning, although it might be like not the first thing you do in the morning. But I was like, uh, I grabbed my shoe and put it on my foot. I said to myself, self this feels weird. <laughs> and I realized that I put on my r- right shoe first. And I'm like, I normally put my left shoe on first. Wow. <laughs> so like, that's crazy. And it just felt like this moment of like, uh, of um, cognitive awareness mm-hmm. that this feels different <laughs> than normal. Wow. And I'm like, this is impossible. So, um, okay. So, some of the things that we like to do in the morning, um, you know, are, are you, okay, how long is your snooze set for on your alarm clock or your watch? Well, I usually set three alarms. Mm-hmm. Three, three alarms. Three alarms. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Can you explain that for our listening audience and viewing audience? Why, Kurt Wilms, do you need three alarms? Uh, because of my <laughs> undisciplined. Uh, so if I'm going to wake up at like 7 o'clock, yes. then I'll set one for 7, one okay. for 7.05, okay. and one for 10 after 7. Okay. So you, you're not a snoozer. <laughs> you're a multiple alarm setter. Yeah. Okay, so your watch, 
Your phone? On my phone. Yeah. Oh, just oh, all consecutively on your yeah. phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do understand that fear of that. Like when you're going to bed and it's an important meeting the next day or morning, and mm-hmm. you or you're tr- like traveling, you don't want to miss the, <laughs> the taxi, or you know it's important. You don't want to be holding up the plane, and you're like, okay, I need to get out. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I actually have set multiple, but I'm I usually my my watch is set for ten minutes, a snooze, and uh, and then that's it, and I gotta get up. But I know some of you, just look at me when I'm talking to you, <laughs> you're or hear me when I'm speaking. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, snooze, snooze, and you're like forty five minutes into your day and you haven't like. Then the the hardest thing yet and roll out of bed. Hmm. Snooze. Do you have another um like a morning routine that you do? Um well I wake up. That's the first part. I, yeah. Uh, that's usually an important one. have a nice warm shower. Mm-hmm. Okay. One. Okay. But um, mm-hmm. usually uh hit the kettle on, fill it up with water, hit the kettle for some coffee. Kelly, put the kettle on, kettle on. <laughs> How's that song go? I don't know. I don't know. It could be that I just made it up right now. Yeah. But it is a vaguely familiar melody. Uh, pa- Polly put the kettle on. It's about a parrot. They trained the parrot to Polly put the kettle on. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I do think there's a, a world number one hit called Polly Put the Kettle On. Oh. So you do the kettle, you put the kettle. Yeah. Boom. Like and then that. I do my pour over cough. Well, actually, no. I just bought a coffee maker, so oh. now I don't have to do pour because it broke. Yeah. We brought it camping, and oh. our uh, pour over thing oh. broke, so I had to buy a bought a coffee maker. Okay. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I feed my cat. Yes. Every morning. Does she come to you and saying, "Come on, Kurt, I need my food now"? Yeah. So basically, uh, I get up, and as soon as I'm up, she's basically at my feet meowing and following <laughs> me around yeah <laughs> okay yeah like really pushing you saying hey yeah you're my best bud i need something from you <laughs> that's how cats are otherwise they're not engaged right yeah just okay and we're going to talk a little bit more about pets too but th- they do have kind of a component of uh of our morning routine you know as a kid i'm thinking about um how we you know, like I always remember like waking up and the adults are always out doing something mm-hmm. like somehow like it's an adult thing to be like active right away. Or maybe we don't see the wind up um, well, now with the shoe on the other foot. I know what's going on. But a perceptive to a kid is like you wake up and all the adults are busy doing mm-hmm. great things. Out and being responsible people. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, chopping firewood. You know, you got to get that done first thing in the morning. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you don't, then you won't have hot water. Especially <laughs> if your hot water is reliant on a, on a wood fire underneath a 45-gallon drum. Yeah. And if and if you're on if you're on fire duty and you haven't warmed up the hot water, ooh, mama, she'll come after you, right, mom? 
Um, so, yeah, building, uh, although, yeah, who's listening in Winnipeg that's saying, yeah, I got to build a fire first thing in the morning? I don't know. Probably but, not many. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Oh, man. Okay, what else do we got here? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, not everyone wants to take the shower in the morning. Some people are like shower evening people. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm a shower in the morning guy. Shower howler, they called me in j- junior high. Shower howler? Yes. I used to love to sing in the shower. <laughs> it sounds so much better in the shower. Um, oh, yeah. Like, actually, it's true. You sound better in the shower. Yeah. So singing in the shower. Some people singing in the rain, but I sing in the shower. But not as much as I used to. But I still do get into it every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't sing in the shower? Mm, every once in a while I hum a little bit. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> not much of a singer in the shower. Yeah. How many movies can you quote right now of people singing in the shower? I don't even know. No, like... <laughs> What are you asking? <laughs> I, I never mind. I don't know. There, there's always. Um, I, I just have this. Uh, I don't know if it's. No, just kind of comic scenes. Decent, of course, mm-hmm. not indecent, but I don't know. A, a head full of shampoo and someone singing in the shower. <laughs> anyway, um, so taking a shower, personal hygiene, you know that kind of thing. Um, one of the, uh, you know, I enjoy, um, going for walks in the morning, hmm. um, in the cool of the day, which reminds me hmm. that's what in back in Genesis, um, this is not that show back in Genesis, but, um, we're, we're going to get there, but you know, after, uh, Yeah. Adam and Eve heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Now, I mean, that cool of the day could be nighttime, but I, I'd say the cool of the day would be in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the evening, it would still be warm and muggy. Although I do enjoy walks then, too. Mm-hmm. Walking. Uh, I know some people who are like big time walkers. Who is it? My friend Grant, he said, was it last year? He like he walked enough clicks. Oh no! Now I'm gonna get this wrong, Grant. But I thought you told me like in all your walking last year, you walked the distance far enough to walk from Winnipeg to Thompson. Wow. Yeah, isn't that wow? Well done. Give him a hand. So I apologize if I really remembered that wrong, and it makes it sound like you did something more incredible than you did. But or maybe wa- less incredible. I know it could have been more. He could have actually walked to Churchill. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so walking, um, uh, now a lot of, a lot of what people do is walk their dog, mm-hmm. you know, scratch it on the door. Come on, let me out. we got to go for a walk rather than just let them out the door and take them for a walk. You have some interesting facts about walking the dog mm-hmm. and some research, which I always appreciate your expertise in that way. Yeah. I'm an, I'm an expert in so many things. Uh, yes. <laughs> And I and I bring the airhead sort of uh, loose conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, here's an interesting fact: dogs are more aggressive when a man <laughs> is walking. <laughs> it's interesting. A man. I wonder why that is. Well, let me tell you. 
Um, pooches okay. being walked by a male were four times more likely to bite or attack other dogs Sick'em. than those walked by women. And oh, the man. thought by Rebecca Thomas. Okay, thanks, Rebecca. At Phoenix's ABC 15 News. Oh, that's interesting. Phoenix, yeah. She... Shout out to all the <laughs> winter birds out there. Her thought Snowbirds. is that men tend to be more aggressive and dogs are unusually skilled at reading human social and communicative, communicative yeah. behavior. You can say that early in the morning. Come on, Kurt, have your coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the walker's aggressive tendencies and or impulsivity may affect the dog's behavior. So That's the thought. How, how, how could you imagine a man walking a dog more aggressively? I don't know how you aggressively walk a dog. <laughs> Come on. I do I do know, unfortunately, that sometimes I don't have as much patience. Like, dude, Cody, we have a little dog mm-hmm. and uh he's getting older, poor guy. But anyway, like how many times can you can, can you pee on a anything? Like seriously, <laughs> you do not need to pee anymore. So maybe that is the male aggressiveness coming out. Like, okay, come on, let's go. Could yeah. be. Yeah. Could be. Um, so I've also got a few questions for you. Okay. Um, and these questions are going to oh, no. be family feud style. I always tremble at your questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wish me luck. So if you haven't watched Family Feud, basically there's like a, they ask a question and they make a survey of uh, a bunch of people. And okay. then based on those answers, the people on the show try to guess the most common answers okay from the survey okay so i'm gonna ask a question and you're gonna try and tell me what you think were the most common answers the most common oh mm-hmm. okay so according to many dog parents do you consider yourself a, a dog parent do you like that term um no no <laughs> i don't like that term <laughs> i'm a dog owner yeah i love i like dogs but i'm not a dog what dog parent a parent no i don't parent dogs (laughs) (laughs) so they like it when other people compliment their dog oh okay most of them have compared it to to be better than to there's four answers okay to what to compliment they like it um when people compliment their dog more than these things oh okay okay I'm ready. Now oh, aren't you going to Now you have to give me the, the answers. The most common answers. Yeah. They, they like it. And I'll give you three three X's. Three, they like, oh, okay, okay. So they like it more if their dog is, they're complimented. They like that more than if someone uh, compliments their car. No, don't have it on here. Okay. So I'll give you a clue. Two of these answers are food. Okay, they compliment their not co- so breakfast. they like being they like people complimenting their dog more than these things. Not necessarily okay. more than being complimented on these other things, but they like it more than these things. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, barbecue burgers. No, <laughs> two X's. You got one X left. Oh boy. Oh dear. Um, they like it. And two of them are food. Two of them are food. Think of um, breakfast. Uh, no, burritos. 
I'm not going to count that one. Okay. Uh, you're, you're... Like hairstyle. No. <laughs> Am I getting this completely wrong? Think of wrong? Uh, something that women classically love. Clothes. In terms of food. They like women. Um... <laughs> I am drawing a complete blank. Valentine's Day? <laughs> yes, cookies. Valentine's cookies? <laughs> chocolate. Oh, chocolate. <laughs> there you go. They, they like that more than they like chocolate. Then people. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so 73.5% in this survey said that they liked being complimented on their dog more than chocolate. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's three more answers that I've got here. Well, I'm, I'm three. I'm X'd out. Okay, you're X'd out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 65.5% was a day spent in bed. Okay. Third was pizza at 60%. Ooh, people. And a great first date, 56%. <laughs> they would rather have their dog complimented <laughs> than have pizza and a first date. And okay. Yeah. Well, that's good because I'm really glad that people are enjoying walking their dog or yeah. they're, they're complimented on their dog. Oh, what a nice dog you have. <laughs> it is so free. Does your dog bite? No. <laughs> I thought you said your dog does not bite. That is not my dog. That's a line from Pink Panther. Oh. Yeah. Well, I don't remember that one. Yeah. Okay. 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 Second question. When it came to the motivations regarding dog walking, most mm -hmm. dog owners claimed that dog walks made their dog feel four answers. Tired. Um, I'll give it to you. The fourth answer was much more relaxed. Oh, okay. A little so bit that was more pretty sedated. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, and going for a walk makes the dogs feel. These are the top answers. Mm -hmm. Okay, more relaxed, um, more obedient. No. More, more, uh, more willing to do the chores around the house. <laughs> Pick up their own poo. <laughs> uh, I mean their um, their waste. I should say. Sorry. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> um, more le less aggressive, like like m more docile, more cooperative. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll give it to you. The uh, okay. top answer was de-stressed. De-stressed. Yeah. Well, who, yeah. That's why we go for walks to mm -hmm. de-stress. Yeah. There's two more. Actually, while I'm thinking about it. Sometimes we we learn that we can learn better when we're moving. Mm. So sometimes if you have to study and you get moving, Gotta go, for, go a for a walk. Yeah, so that walking kind of, and it's a good thing to do first thing in the day. Um, what, and I'm looking for one more thing. Two more. Two more. Um, it makes dogs more uh, thirsty. True. That's got to be Probably, one of them. but no. But that's like the number one thing. <laughs> Who wrote that anyway? I don't know. Who are your sources? Uh, um, then I, I don't know. Okay. okay. Um, 
The second one was happier. Okay. At 70%. And third one was more energetic. Okay. At 46%. You know, that is true. If I reflect on that, our little, uh, our dog, when we come home for, you know, on a walk, um, not, not that he's older, but he'll be more, you toss him his ball and ah, go around. Play with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We've got one more. I'm really struggling with these questions. <laughs> You're not winning any would, money today. No, I would not be a good family feuder. I'd be just a bystander participant. Go team. <laughs> All right. Okay. When asked for the reason why they would skip on their dog sometimes, the most common reasons given by the dog owners included I've got five uh, late from work yes work 32% yes ding 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 okay um, out of too tired yeah I'll give it to you laziness yeah, laziness yep. tired laziness got it uh, tired is just the excuse for the laziness you got the second and the third one. Okay. And the top excuse uh, for not walking your dog would be it's somebody else's turn. Nope. Uh, <clears throat> lack of resources. Lack of resources? Yeah, like you've run out of kids to ask to take your dog for mm-hmm. a walk on your street. <laughs> that was um... funny. Kurt, that was funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come on, stay with it. Oh, okay. okay, two X's. Okay, I don't know. Give it to me. Uh, the fir- the top one is unsatisfactory weather. Oh, it's raining. Why would I take a dog for yeah. a walk or snowing or hurricaning <laughs> yeah. or tsunami? Fourth one is difficulties with dealing with the dog. And fifth one is family responsibilities. Okay, yeah, of course. There it is. Well, that's a um, good one. Thanks, Kurt. Mm-hmm. I don't feel really smart. My dog knowledge now. <laughs> Dogs are fun. Anyway, that's a kind of a fun morning routine. On a more serious note, um, some of the things that I've seen people do in the morning, actually, um, I remember uh, one time... Uh, at a mission station in the Congo, for some reason I was at um, staying in the same room as another, as a, as an older pastor, a local pastor, and it was like four o'clock in the morning, and he was just praying. <clears throat> Excuse me, out loud, and so you know, it kind of disturbed to sleep but I was kind of impressed <laughs> by this whole praying routine in the morning in fact I know somebody um, one of the things that my mom says that she does regularly shout out to my mom she's gonna love this um, is that uh, every morning she sits on the edge of the edge of her bed and she looks out her window on the fifth floor of her building and prays for her kids um, uh, she starts in the middle of the alphabet with M, so she starts with Mark. Actually, not really. I don't know where she starts. <laughs> but uh, she, um, yeah, she prays uh, by name through the list of her grandkids and her great-grandkids and her kids, of course, and many other people she knows. But um, that's a that was a really strong kind of I appreciated that. And 
Yeah, there are some people who are such prayer warriors, and I know that has become part of their routine in the morning. Um, another thing, you know, our men's Tuesday morning prayer time is like first thing in the morning, seven mm-hmm. o'clock. It's kind of a not a daily routine, but a weekly routine mm-hmm. uh, that I always miss when I'm not doing that. Um, and uh, what, let's see, what else was I? I think that's that's it for there, but. Um, anything else you want to add to that? No. Anecdotes? Okay. No, I don't think so. Um, so where I want to go for encouragement today, and we're, we're almost out of time, is to uh, the story of Daniel. And that's one of those, uh, you know, hard to find in the Old Testament. Uh, I was just telling Kurt earlier, you know, you're like, you know, going through the pages. Oh, where's Daniel? Where's Daniel? And, and it's uh, tucked in there. Um but you know the story, uh, Daniel, um, and he um, he was just so good at what he did. And the others around him were just having such a hard time with it. So they're like, oh, hey, King Darius. Um, which, by the way, King Darius was the guy who, um, no, what was the story? I don't know, I shouldn't uh, digress, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so King Darius... Um, actually, King Darius is connected to the story of Ezra and Nehemiah. Mm. That's that's the, what I was going to say. But uh, they're all like, oh, King Darius, you live forever. And, you know, hey, we got this great idea that you should issue this edict and enforce the decree that anyone who prays to any other god or human being should be thrown into the den of lions and, and uh, destroyed because uh, they don't place such great honor um, to you, and he said, what a neat idea. Yeah, of course, I want everyone to worship me. And so he put the decree in writing, and Daniel hears about this, and this is, I'm going to read it to you, and uh, I just think it's so cool. So this is Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, hmm, he went home to his upstairs room, where the windows opened towards Jerusalem. Three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God. That's pretty neat. Mm. This is just a regular part of Daniel's routine that he did every day. And that verse goes on to say, just as he had done before. So three times a day, he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God. I was going to scratch my ear through my headphones. <laughs> Just as he had done before. And uh, and so these guys went and they found him asking God for help. And you know the rest of the story. He gets thrown uh, into the den of lions, much to Darius's dismay. But God protects him in the lion's den. And uh, But the, the take-home from this for today, for this glorious morning, uh, for you, my friend, is that Daniel, in the midst of a time where lots was changing, he did not change, but he remained steadfast in in worshiping and praying to his God. And um, I would like to encourage you to do the same, and to, for myself to do the same. Let us, in these days, when things are here and there and everywhere, that uh, we make sure that we keep as part of our regular routine, that diet, that uh, routine of connecting with God, 
of, of maintaining a relationship, praying to him, so that these outside, uh, the outside wind, the outside storm, the outside experiences don't change our routine. So, um, you know, encourage you in that. If you don't do something regularly, uh, maybe consider. Uh, start small. Don't bite off, uh, you know, too much to that you, more than you can chew. But uh, do something. Find find that regular way to to get your eyes into God's word. Maybe it's reading scripture. Maybe it's praying. That's uh, one of the things that we have to do to be healthy and especially spiritually is maintain our connection to God. And um, anyway, thanks, Daniel, for doing that as a good example to us. And uh, we are plumb out of time. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Kurt, for kind of putting these all together. We Absolutely. got two more weeks to go after this. Yeah. Do we know what's up next week? I can't remember off the I top of my head. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> um, so anyway, God bless you. Have yeah. a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, thank God for another glorious morning. Absolutely. See ya.